We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Garamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. All right, I'm sick as fuck. Yep. But I'm going to start this up with a fun fact. Oh, Because how good are facts? Okay. I got a few facts for today's episode. Oh. The first one's really random, so I thought we'll get that done and out the way and then we can move on. Do you imagine someone's just discovered the podcast? Can we stop doing this? They pop into the feed and they're like, okay, I've got a fun fact. Like, I was told this was about vibrators, (laughs) this is about dating, about marriage, about parenting, and it's like, I have a fun fact. Well, I hate to break it to you, but this show is about two basic bitches, okay? (laughs) And the ramblings of the mad women that we are. Yes, yes. Okay, so fun fact. Mm -hmm. Bit of cultural pride. I don't know if I've shared this on the potty, but I'm bilingual. Yes. Have I shared that? I think people know you speak Thai. Yep. Speak Thai. Come on, and, speak some. Uh, no, not going to do that. But oh, what I will share, monkey. sometimes in other languages, mm. there are words that encapsulate an entire meaning. Mm-hmm. And I froth on this shit. But there isn't like an English equivalent. Correct. Like umami. Yes. Yep. Umami is a perfect okay. example so I feel like this is a word that aligns really well with you. Oh, Rebs. It's mm-hmm. a Thai word, okay. obviously. Great. The word is kihe. Kihe. You say it again? Kihe. Yes. Good tone there. Kihe. And Sorry, I get a weird nerdy buzz when Jem tells me I've pronounced Thai right because it's tonal. It's and super it's tonal. Ricky as hell. Yeah. And Rebs, I would describe you as someone who is a bit kihe. And what that one word means is, get ready for it, someone who shops for something new and then needs to open it and use it immediately. That's what it means. Yep. So, for example, okay, we definitely need a word for that. <laughs> yes, we do. And do you know what? I'm missing it in the English language. Okay, okay there have yeah. been times where Revs and I have been to the shops. Mm. For example, buys a new set of earrings, mm. buys a bracelet. Heck, even buys a new pair of sneakers. Heck. <laughs> yep. And Revs, straight out of the box, I'm going to wear these now. And yeah. I just want to say, oh, you're such a keyher. Okay. Yeah. Right. What else would it apply to? That's it. That's it. That only applies to shopping. Yeah, but I just love how specific it is. Yeah, very. But then I'm wondering, who are all these bitches who buy shit and don't open and use it straight away? <laughs> Here's Gem again, baffled by an experience different to hers. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> She's like, wait, wait, wait. What about those people that aren't me who do things in life differently? What's their deal? Who doesn't love new shiny things? I feel like this is leading to something. Uh, it's not leading to anything. Oh. That's it. That's my fun fact of the day. Love it. Let's <laughs> And if you want to exit from this podcast stage left, I won't judge you today. Please stick around for my sake. <laughs> Should we get into the episode? We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the Gram, along with my co-host, Kate Reeves. So Kate Reeves. Kiher. Kate Kiher Reeves. Nice. That's you. I sometimes feel like the rush for me is when I buy things online, I've like had the rush because I've bought it yeah. and it's coming. And sometimes when it comes, I don't even open it for a few days. Is that what? opposite to Kiha? Yeah. But I feel like if I bought it now yeah. and I'd wear it now or open it now or whatever. But I think there's such a big difference between the experience of shopping online versus the mall. What's the word for that? What do you favour? If I'm honest, I like shopping IRL. Same. Better. Yes. But I don't discriminate because who's got the fucking time? So I'm mm. often shopping online. I'm not one of those people who's like, I need to touch and feel it and try it on. Like I can do that in the mm. privacy of my own home and then send it back. So I'm not against online shopping. I just... If I had to pick out of the two, I would always love to dack, dack, duck, duck or dash, you choose, to the mall and try things on. I do think that we straddle two worlds Mm. because of the generation that we are at. Mm -hmm. So we had the full shopping experience extravaganza, which I think malls have improved all of their design infrastructure, upgraded their interiors for our gen of mums who like to take the kids in the pram, killing time. Yeah. And they make the whole user experience of the mall brilliant. Because have you noticed nappy rooms? But do you think we weren't aware of the parents' room because we didn't have kids? 
I reckon they've had a glow up. They were pretty shitty places. I think they were shitty, smelly places. They have fucking play centers in them now. They do. Gross though. Gross. Are they gross? I mean, do you want to go to the Westfield and hang out in the nappy room play center? I don't know. I think it's a savior and a lifeline for Mm. some parents. And Mm. you know what? If you have a toddler and then you have a newborn baby, they have breastfeeding rooms. Now I'm all about get the tit out in public, whatever. But for those who, you know, want to exercise a little bit of discretion, Mm -hmm. There's breastfeeding rooms with yeah. curtains and then you can lock your kid <laughs> in the soft play room. Legit, it has a gate like a swimming pool. In your pop. Yep. You're in soft play. Nothing's going to hurt you off your trot. Except hand, foot and mouth. Yep. It's coming straight for you. <laughs> a bit of gastro up in that nostril. It's oh, upsetting how true that is. Yeah. Oh, just another reason I'm real happy to be out the other side. Reporting from out the other side, guys, you won't have to frequent places like that very shortly it's good to know that the mall still holds relevance for you even though you are out of that stage of motherhood But usually it's an urgency shop do you know what I mean like if I'm going there IRL it's because I don't have time for it to wait for something to arrive or I need something tonight or whatever and it's usually pretty frenetic and it's never when I find anything I like you know, yeah, normally true. if I know I have something coming up, I'll like look online for a few nights in a row, do some research, pull it together, order it. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's a bit more chill. But you need prep and time. Yes. And sometimes there's no time. So our new au pair, there's a sneaky drop. Oh my God. She's teasing it <laughs> out. I am teasing it out. I don't mean to, but it's relevant to this story. So she's 21 years old. She's from New Zealand. And the first week she arrived, she was like, oh, I didn't pack anything right for this wardrobe. Can and you did- please do that in her accent? She's like, oh, I didn't pick anything right for my wardrobe. (laughs) So I'm just going to do an online order. Literally just dropped a few hundred bucks at Glassons. And I was like, girlfriend, I like Glassons too. And then I think she died inside. She's like, maybe I'll return it all. (laughs) Mom. (laughs) And then her packages arrived and then she had an entirely new wardrobe. Get it, girl. For the Sydney climate. And I was like, this is how Zoomers do it. Fresh. Yeah, so fresh. (laughs) She needs to look good, you know. I have a bit of a shopping dilemma while we're on this topic. Oh, yeah? I don't know how relevant this is to anyone. In fact, I know people are going to be like, what are we talking about okay. this week? But you She's know really, what? really selling us this week, guys. Look, some eps we're deep and some eps we're shallow. Okay. And today... Feels like a puddle. I'm shallow. <laughs> Paddle's generous. <laughs> now I feel really self-conscious about what I'm about to share. There's a bin. <laughs> you heard right. There's a bin that I want to buy. Okay? A bin. Like a garbage bin? Yes. Like a trash can. Okay. For context, Mm -hmm. love my kitchen. One very big floor. First world problem though. I don't have a bin drawer. Floor? Bin drawer. What's happening? (laughs) Gem's unwell and I I, I pumped her with Codril and I'm concerned she's having a fever dream that she thinks that's like good chat to go like floor drawer. That rhymes. (laughs) Okay, I'll try and keep this trade on track, Diaz. You stick with me. So, Gem, do you want to buy a new bin? I do, but I'm really torn because it's $500. No, what? Look, hear me what? out. <laughs> You're cooked. Revs. What bin is $500? Does it also cook dinner and raise your children? I know. Okay. <laughs> Even I am judging me for this consideration. But I have been back to the shop five times IRL at the mall and I balk every yeah, you time. you should. That's $100 a trip. Because <laughs> it's a $500 bin, what? but I want it so badly. Okay, explain the benefits of this $500 bin. It's purely aesthetics. No. Okay? No, listen. Show me. Reps. Okay. You've gone too far. No, I haven't. I need you to hear me out. Okay, I'm holding space. The thing... <laughs> The thing that upsets me about the kitchen is we have no bin drawer. Now, when you have lived bin in a ha- drawer. bin drawer, do what you know what a bin drawer what is? Do you, like integrated bin? Yes. Into your Get kitchen. over yourself, chummy. You don't need a bin drawer. They're actually annoying. No, they're not. <laughs> Fuck off. Let me speak. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I once had an apartment with a kitchen that had a bin drawer. Mm. Once you've seen the light, there's no going back. (laughs) Because it's neat. It's neat. It's tucked away. There are not many attractive bin designs in the world. Okay. Now, when you don't have a bin drawer. It's not unattractive. It's just like a big steel cylinder. (laughs) Correct. And thus, my (laughs) And it makes a very attractive noise. (laughs) Yes. Big, steel, ugly cylinder. Okay. Okay. Adorning or not adorning. Forlorning your kitchen. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) 
stop trying. <laughs> just tell the story. <laughs> okay, so you've been five times to check out this bin. What's yep. the store? Howard Storage oh, World. Oh, no. I've got a bone to pick with them. That is the most unassuming place that says, hey, we just sell storage. No, everything is so expensive. It is so expensive. How do they get off when Kmart is just like 10 steps away? Revs, I have to hard disagree that they're like, I'm so unassuming. Just come and buy storage. Every time I walk past Howard Storage World, I'm like a moth to the flame. (laughs) I find myself just wandering in there. You are the ideal customer avatar. I 100% am. Mm. I'll admit it. It appeals to me. Yeah. Every single time. It's neatness. It's home organization. I just find myself. It's like this desk organizer is $76. Yes. And I've considered buying that 76. (laughs) Look, my problem is I go to Howard Storage World. I froth on everything. (laughs) But I walk out with nothing. Yeah. Because it's like. Because I can't justify the price. Now back to this bin and why I love it. It's white, okay? White, white is a premium product. Okay. Over steel, stainless steel, aluminium, whatever, yeah. silver. I think of a white bin and I think of like one with a swingy lid that's like in a uni no. rec room. See, you're thinking of cheap plastic. It's not. It comes with a 5-year warranty. <laughs> Okay, that appeals to me because I go qual. They're standing by their product. Yeah, qual means quality for any (laughs) users. It's oval shaped. What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) How does it stand up? Instead of cylinder, Mm. it's oblong. And I have the perfect spot next to my kitchen pantry. Yes, oblong, oval, oblong. You just did two completely different (laughs) shapes in the air. This is an audio platform. The yeah, DLs so can't see. it to something that we can understand. Tampon shape. Okay. No, Revs. That's okay. what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a big floating tampon. Okay, let's go back to your perfect cylinder-shaped aluminium bin. Yeah. Bird's eye view. <laughs> circle. Okay. Because that's how we all look at our bin. We do, actually. Unless your bin is 5.8. Okay. <laughs> now imagine looking bird's eye view down on it and it's oval shaped and that oval shape is consistent all the way down to the bottom and then right, there's so a it's pedal. probably got two sections inside. It doesn't. <laughs> it just has one. Cool. Do you Look, need custom bin bags for this oval bin? You don't actually because okay. you can make a standard bin bag fit an oval shape. And when you put your $7 bin bag in your $500 bin and the edges come out, how aesthetic is it looking then? Just picking holes. <laughs> Oh, she's staring at me so cranky. She's like, why are you going to do this? Why are you going to do this? Why are you going to shoot down my dream? Okay, so it's an oval bin. It's white. I'm still yes. waiting for the for the what? Benefit? Why it costs 500 bucks? Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> but if I try and find a cheaper version, like Kmart doesn't do a white, beautiful, oblong-shaped pedal bin. <laughs> it doesn't. So are you going to buy it? I don't know because I feel a little sick. <laughs> every time I'm in the shop yeah. and I think about parting with $500 yeah. and then the classic gem brain goes, what could you buy for $500? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's three weeks of groceries. Yeah. And so mm. I bulk. And even in my most recent adventure to Howard Storage World, I took a friend and she thought I was fucking insane that I was what even friend? considering this. I took it. She was like, hey, while we're here, <laughs> you come check out this bin with me. Do you know what? She's got a newborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She She's- was cruising the shops. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a half day of work and I'm going to cruise the shops with you and we'll catch up. And we were meandering around yep. and we happened to go past Howard Storage World. And I was like, Em, this is so random, <laughs> but there's a bin. I need your opinion. And she too couldn't get over the price. And then I started thinking, what's the marker? What is it made of? Is it made of space goods? This is taking up a lot of real estate in your brain that you don't have to give to a bin. And do you know what? Em said this to me. She was like, the fact that you've revisited this shop so many times and <laughs> contemplated buying it maybe you should just buy it yeah maybe you should at this point maybe you just <laughs> buy it but it's like one of those things where it's like it's so expensive it can only like get broken or scratch or something is going to happen five-year warranty oh so you just get a new one yep if it gets scratched yep well, I don't know about scratches. I've been doing some more research. <laughs> I'd be going back a sixth time no. and asking Howard, Howard, what, <laughs> what happens if I scratch this $500 bin? I can't. Can you imagine the Apple reviews after this? Like the privilege on these girls <laughs> that they're discussing a $500 bin in this economy. And do you know what I would do? I would reply to that review and I'd go, I agree. I hard agree. <laughs> 
All right, I'm not buying the bin. You've just reminded me of the current climate and, you know. Yeah, you can't buy a $500 bin. Look, if I took a photo of our current bin, I think a lot of people would say it's time for an update. It's rusted. Yeah, It's no longer rusted. like smooth aluminium. When do they get rusty? I it's don't... like one day they're fine and the next they're rusty. And yeah. you're like, what? Why? Yeah. Riveting conversation. That dilemma right <laughs> is getting juiced. <laughs> Do you know what I don't have time for? Straight in. That's not really straight in. We just talked about a bin for 10 minutes. <laughs> you know what? I'm here for what you don't have time for, Revzy. Let's get into okay. it. What don't now, you have time I'm for? A, this, this, episode, episode, this episode could get me cancelled. Cancelled. I'm being your au pair now. I don't have time for... There's context required. Okay. For context. For context. I appreciate that I am out of the toddler zone. I'm out of the new baby, new mum zone. I'm not hanging around on Reddit threads or in fertility forums or in Facebook groups as much as I used to when I was a new mum. You used to? Yes. This is a side of you I don't know. Because you didn't have a kid and I was just lonely in the corner in the dark on a forum. You were off, I don't know, doing fun shit. I dipped my toe into forums and I had to jump out immediately. It can be a dark place. It could also be very helpful when you're really searching for like-minded folks, right? Anyway, so I appreciate I'm out of that zone. So I don't want to throw shade at people in that zone. I understand it's a time. Can everyone stop calling their kid Miss Four or Mr. Seven or miss 18 months. Do you know what I'm talking about? We're definitely getting cancelled. <laughs> Stop doing it, everyone. Why does it's it bother so you? It's so weird. Why is it weird? Why can't you say my three-year-old? Why does it have to be miss three? Well, because I guess it's a shorthand way of identifying. Is it shorthand? It just sounds wanky. My three-year-old is more letters and spaces <laughs> than miss three. And then extension on that, it's like when people say my dh dd okay okay all right i'm in she's here explain the forum chat if you've never lived in a parenting forum ds is dear son d d is dear daughter dh dear husband it's a shorthand way of saying husband son daughter yeah but why is it dear my dear long suffering husband says the people who have a whole podcast where we call our listeners dls Well, fuck, dear listener. <laughs> but that's ironic. Are we the world's biggest hypocrites? Yes, but that's ironic. Okay, but can we get back to the DDDHDS? Because this is what made me leap the fuck out of forums. Yeah, it was this is all- how a forum starts a post. Hi, everyone. I've been TTC for two DPO. <laughs> and my DS is really mad that my Miss Four is upset that I'm like, it's like, what are you talking about? It's Correct. another language. It's another fucking language. And I get it. If you're thick in that time of life or trying to conceive you, like it becomes like a shorthand. Fine. I'm talking about using it in everyday vernacular. It's like you're trying to like keep the anonymity of your four-year-old or something. Miss three. It's like, why can't she just be my three-year-old? The Miss three and Mr. Miss, seven. It's the Miss Mister. I don't know. It just grinds my gears. It gets under my skin and I hate it. I'm and I sorry, want it to Rebs, go away. I'm not on that wave train with you. The Miss wave Three Mr. Five. It wave doesn't bother train. <laughs> Wow, this episode is loose. Gem's on Sudafed. She's high as fuck. Yeah, and I'm just hating. I'm just hating. It's like when people say, oh, this is my, my son. He's 47 months. Rebs, <laughs> like, you know what you've done now? He's I'm four. Gonna, can I make you feel really awkward? Sure. In our DL's Facebook group. Yeah. We love our fucking DLs. We do. I love them all, but I want them to stop this <laughs> behavior. No, you're being shamey. No, I'm not shaming. It's like when we talked about how we don't like when people do Valentines for their kids oh, and then yeah. our DLs slid into our DMs and we're like, oh, that was me. I'm sorry if it triggers you. I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, you do you. I'm cool. Like, a number of DLs got really <laughs> self-conscious because I think our eps drop at 5 a.m. and they were up at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> listening to the potty while preparing roses and heart chocolates for their kids. Okay. Well, we don't not like when other people do it. It's just not for us, you know? Correct. I'm straight up not liking what other people do this i find it pretentious and it annoys me all right i don't have really anything else to say well dl's just know that none of you annoy me unless you use dd dh and ds <laughs> dl's <laughs> slide into our dms deal <laughs> about your ds we hate acronyms but we love 
No, I, 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 come on. What is it that annoys it about? It's just so like your kid's not Beyonce. You don't need to protect their identity. <laughs> is that what's happening? I don't think that's what it is. So what is it? It's just I, a shorthand. It's I just a way of saying I think your deep loathing mm. of the patriarchy. <laughs> no, I do think this is internalized or not even internalized. Externalized feminism. <laughs> straight up overt feminism. You don't like these titles of Ms. Yeah. This is it just centers it centers the mum as like the caregiver for all these precious people. Mm. You know? Mm. It's just like I've got Miss Four and I've got Mr. Fifty Four Months <laughs> and I've got my dear husband and my M I L over there. You I, know I don't mind M I L and S I L. Yeah. No, you do? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just I feel like it's like what are you called? You know, husband's not jumping in a forum being like my DW <laughs> DW my DW is sixteen DPO and we TTC. And I was just wondering, what's a thoughtful gift I could get her for our fourth anniversary? Do you know what I mean? That doesn't exist. That isn't a world out there that's happening. So why are you hating on the world that we've created to survive? This is what I mean. I think this is deep-seated patriarchal hate yeah, shit going maybe. on. Maybe it you. is. Question, mm. since you're divorced, do you go by Ms.? I've always gone by Ms. as a feminist choice. Yep. I had an English teacher in high school who was Ms. And I was like, hmm, fucking baller as soon as I heard that. And so I've just co-opted that for myself. And was she quick to correct people if they said yes, Mrs.? Yes, she, cor- she corrected a lot, yeah. Name and shame her. No, Ms. Charteris. <laughs> Ms. Charteris. I have never corrected anyone's fine, but I will always put Ms. Because, you know, I just don't want to be identified by a man. I you love know? that. There's no shame in that, actually. No, Don't there's know why none. I said name and shame. Yeah. Name and proclaim. Mate, name. <laughs> she's, a, <laughs> she's a poet and she fucking knows it. <laughs> this week, you don't have your gears ground by any of this stuff. What about my child is 36 months? That grinds my gears. Yeah. Don't make me do multiplication yeah, and don't make addition me divide and math. that by 12. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a problem with that. Yeah. I think the months stop at 18. Okay. So as soon as your kid is 19 months, they're two. Don't want to hear it. They're two. Yep. Wait, they're not two. I think you just say 18 months. Until they're 24 months. Or then you say they're nearly two. Yeah, almost How old's two. your kid? Two in May. Nearly <laughs> two. Yeah, not yeah. hard. Now I sound persnickety and kind of judgy. That's okay. Yeah. You're having I a guess day. I am. You're allowed these days, Revs. Yeah, it's just really pissing me off. Miss four. Mr. Seven. Now, listen, I understand you may have DM'd me and you may have called your kid one of these things. I love you. I still love you. But like, just say my four-year-old. You don't have to look after everybody. When I hear Miss Four, all I see is a little princess on a velvet cushion having her shiny buckle shoes done up. Babe, you're seriously projecting. (laughs) What is going on? You're spiraling. No, Mr. Five, he wears a crown. You know? Says she who called him Master Theodore Reeves. (laughs) At the hospital. DLs, don't know if you know this story, but here's a refresher. I did not call him that. It was thrust upon me by the patriarchal society and I hated it. Okay, so calm down. Just a quick recap. When Revs had Teddy, a.k.a. Theo, a.k.a. Theodore, they always like to have written on the card... Uh, the same name as the mother yes. in case anything were to happen. Now, Rev's never adopted her ex-husband's name, so she's always been Kate Reeves. And even though Teddy, as we know today, has his dad's surname, uh, in hospital he was Master Theodore Reeves. It said Master Theodore Reeves on his bassinet, and I was like, well, I hate that. Well, I hate his name. <laughs> as much as I hate Ignatius? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's not right. Master Ignatius Rooney. Just to clarify <laughs> that, I don't hate Ignatius. I just don't like my son's name. Well, hey, I've made a new adult friend recently. Ooh. And she... I don't know why I needed, Ignatius? I don't know why I didn't just set that up. Dear new adult friend. No, she's just changed her kid's name and her kid's almost three. What? Sorry, her kid's almost four. What do you mean? So yeah, when they had her, they gave her like a full name. It's like our mate who's got a Lillian, but she's only ever called Lily. Mm-hmm. They wanted to call her Minnie, but they called her Amelia to give her like, I guess, a grown-up name. People do that, right? Me. Yes, yes. me and my husband. Ignatius, Iggy, Theodore, Teddy. Yep. Anyway, they only have ever, ever called her Minnie. And so they've now officially changed her name because she's going to school in the next few years. And they're like, who's Amelia? <laughs> you know, who is she? We don't know her. She barely knows it herself. So they've officially changed her name, like through births and marriages. It's cool, right? I think that's really cool. Yeah. I would like to convince my husband to do the same. <laughs> oh my God. I can see you sneaking off and just doing it. I just can't 
imagine Iggy one day turning around and being like, yeah, call me Ignatius. Or what if he has a partner, like a female partner, and she just like cottons on to Ignatius and just like loves it. And she's like, Ignatius. You'd be like, fuck that. I've got a couple of girlfriends whose partners have nicknames and they go out of their way to call them by their full name. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Because the nickname's often something like, I don't know. Rooney. Fatty. (laughs) Fatty. (laughs) Big boy. (laughs) Shooter. Shooter. (sighs) Look, this would really upset my husband, but I'm tempted to do a poll. (laughs) A poll? (laughs) On whether or not I should change Iggy's name. Oh. But he has put his foot down. He said, we're not changing his name. Well, talk me through the process of naming him. Like, why did you land on Ignatius and not just Iggy? Because your husband likes the name Iggy, right? Loves it. He calls him Iggy. Yeah. I think I threw out the name Iggy Mm -hmm. and he thought, oh, I love that name. And it derives from Ignatius. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I really love that name too. And then he like read out the meaning and he's like really into name yeah, meanings. Yeah, yeah, cool. And I thought, oh yeah, that's cool. Did it mean king? I feel like every single boy's name means king. Like king of men, king of God, God of men. <laughs> is this terrible? But I don't actually know. Oh my God, this is so funny. I just Googled Ignatius yeah. and it means fiery. Oh, that's so funny. Ardent. <laughs> Basically the opposite of what he is. This name is tailor-made for those whose passions know no bounds. Now, I hope Iggy's passions know no bounds, but he's not fiery in personality. No. Ignatius would be much more aligned with Rafa. Rafa. Yeah. What's Raphaela mean? This is so funny, isn't it? Like we name our children before we even have a clue who they are. Even people who wait weeks to name their baby to what feels right for them Mm. they don't know who they are yet they're just a little slug in a bassinet they don't know theodore means gift of god yeah right gift of god and doesn't he know it well (laughs) Raphaela's name means god heals oh that sounds very (laughs) shamey god shall heal you child that is so funny god heals so with rafa's name i just like the sound of it look are you sure there's not another meaning no that's what it says god heals meaning god heals like she's a healing type yep Well, maybe they should switch. (laughs) Isla means island. Cute. It literally means island, but it's after this like really cool Scottish Queen of the Hebrides kind of Gaelic princess Mm. mythical thing. But yeah, it just means island. What's your name mean? Gemma. Yeah. Dunno. Kate means pure. Lol. Pure. Pure. Pure as the driven snow. Oh, (laughs) mine's very basic. Gem or jewel. Right. Go figure. Makes sense. Yeah. That doesn't mean peanut. Nope. (laughs) It's just so Uh, funny. It is so funny. If you could name your kid again now, I know it's hard to separate because you just think of Rafa as Rafa and Iggy as Iggy, but if you were like knowing their full personality and if meanings meant a lot to you and, you know, all that kind of thing, what would you call them? Okay. Well, I think Rafa absolutely suits her name, despite what it means. Mm -hmm. I don't really care for the meaning and we're not religious. So when I read that Raffaella means God heals, I'm like, cool. (laughs) But for DLs who aren't familiar with back catalogue episodes, I did go into this in a little more detail. Rafa was named after Rafa Nadal. Yeah. And my undying love for him. (laughs) And I just think he's a gun tennis player. Obviously, he's up there with the greats, with Feds and Djokovic. But something about Nadal, his arms are so sexy. And he's a babe. And he's a Spaniard. Like, he's, yeah, he's a total babe. He's got all these weird isms and wedgie picking routine that he does. I don't know. I just lo- I love me some Nadal. I just yeah. do. Yeah. And I thought Rafa was a really strong name. Yeah. And that's why it suits her. You yeah. know, she hasn't got a soft, yeah. delicate floral name. Yeah. Like her name isn't Daisy yeah. or Sophie. Like yeah. Sophie, I always feel like has a soft feel to it. It's not that I don't like those names, but I just by pure luck. Yeah. It really suits her it to have suits that kind her, of name. She's a Raffy, Raffa, yeah. you know, riffraff, like yeah, that yeah. kind of girl. Yeah. Now, Iggy, he suits Iggy. Yeah. He does not, to me, my husband is yelling at this episode, I'm sure, he does not suit Ignatius. Yet. You yet. might grow into okay, it. Okay, that's interesting that you said that. Yeah, but well, what would you name him? If Iggy was off the table and you had to name him now, what would you call Clive? Would R- you call him no, Clive? No, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't call him Clive. That's his affectionate name of endearment. Mm-hmm. But I do hold on to the fact that he would have made a great river because he is go with the flow, mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky, cruisy kind of kid. He yeah. doesn't demand for much. Yeah, and sometimes he clogs up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
there's a dam in yeah, his ear. Exactly. I don't know. I just think Iggs, if he was a river, yeah. it would have been like, yeah. But then he would have had Rafa Rooney and River Rooney. Yeah. Look, there's too much alliteration Rafa, going Rafa, on Rafa, there. Rafa, 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 Rafa. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And also I wouldn't feel married to the idea of naming my kids after the same consonant, you know, or letter. You know how some people do that? Do I know mean? a few people who do that. Uh, like their kids. Oh, like s- everyone's start, name starts with T. Yep. I know yeah. someone who named all her kids starting with the letter. Actually, I know two people who named all of their kids starting with the letter A, for okay. example. Yeah, like the Kardashians. Yeah, Kardashians are all Ks. Yeah. It's like you start and then you have to really commit, right? I have yeah. a girlfriend who's a T and her husband's a T and they have three boys all with T names. Fascinating. Yeah, it's just like the T family, the T birds. If I could name my kids again. Yeah, what would you name well, them? Well, because I love Isla. It's a beautiful name. It's Scottish heritage, which she has. And it does suit her, but she is more of a plosive. Poppy. Poppy was yeah. her other name. And like, look, I've always joked about this. They were the two really basic names of 2014, Poppy and Isla. And we know a lot of Poppies and we know a lot of Islas. So neither are particularly unique. I think Poppy would suit Isla a lot. She's got a Poppy vibe, she right? She has such a Poppy vibe. But I do love that she's smiley Isley. And that kind of works. It does work. But I don't know if Isla would be what I would call her now I know her. Mm. You know, like if I really know her. And Teddy, I think, really suits Teddy. 100%. Yeah. Even though he's Theo. He was very nearly Elliot. Yeah. He wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. It was a hard pitch for my ex. He really wanted Elliot. And I actually loved the reason. Yeah. It was like Elliot from E.T. Yeah. And we loved that. Like, and I really did like it. I like the name Elliot. It's just not my kid. And I cannot explain that. Like, I just, it's not my kid. And Teddy's middle name is very Ted. Skip. Skip. Yeah. Especially now he's doing acrobats on a trampoline. Can we talk about that? Dude. What have I got on my hands? Like talented children? I guess. My friend who's really athletic, she couldn't handle it. She called me. She was like, what's happening with Teddy? I was like, what do you mean? Got to nurture that shit. Yeah, she was like, is he in gymnastics? I was like, yeah, he's just started. She's like, that is some 3% bullshit right there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I'm I'm such a sport neophyte that I can't even see it. Like I was just like, hey, Instagram, check out these flips, you know. And I just got like so many DMs from people. Like someone was like, hi, I'm the chairman of the gymnastics society. It is amazing to see a boy really enjoying gymnastics. Where is he studying? What's going on? I was like, oh my God, this really calls people out. Yeah. people really care about this stuff the yeah. internet will tell you but when I, something's impressive but Gem, i need to like get it up for it do you know what i mean because i'm not athletic or sporty i think it's really cool like when i look at him doing these backflips and yeah. stuff i'm like that looks really freeing like i have never been able to do anything physical like that in my life like you're a dancer you were a really serious dancer but i was not a tumbler okay and tumblers are a different breed yeah and that's why i'm in awe of teddy because when you can tumble the way he does because he's doing handsprings into backflips yeah and round off into backhand taught Yeah, self-taught. Yeah. yeah. So it's abundantly clear that he has that 360 degree spatial awareness yeah. in air where he can pick his landing. Like yeah. he knows where he is in space at any given time. Yeah, he does. You know, like they talk about the great Simone Biles and how she is numero uno, the goat for that. That's why she can do flips that rival men or even outperforming men yeah. in her flips. And it's comes down to that ability to spot her landing mid-air. It doesn't matter what orientation she is, upside down, diagonally, whatever angle, she can... She has a real command of well, the just, space. That's it. And, and I her feel body like, in space. Yes, and yeah. I feel like that's what Ted's got. Yeah. And it's wild to me because... Dear BFF, <laughs> we're going to get on the acronyms. DBFF. DBFF, <laughs> you are not sporty. Nope. Nor do I have particular spatial awareness. Like, nor, I'm not clumsy or anything. No, you're not. But you're also not particularly coordinated. No, nah, can't particularly dance. You can. You can get your sure. groove on. But give the girl any Cory and she's breaking Sweatin'. out in hives. Sweating. DLs. <laughs> this is a very hodgepodge episode. Forgive us, okay? I'm on pseudo-fed. She's on caudral. Caudral, whatever. <laughs> we're not going to pretend we're sticking to some sort of format today. So I'm going off-piste. Oh, here we go. I want to talk about our live shows. Oh, my God. She's cold launching. <laughs> I'm cold launching. What's happening? She's soft launching the lives. I have dreams. Oh, my God. Of, like... Really cool numbers. Yeah. With cool Cory. All right, let's just tell them. Guys, we have been teasing this for a while and it's not our fault. When the podcast first started, instantly we wanted to get out there and meet you guys and do all this stuff and then bloody 
COVID happened. There was national lockdowns and everything got we put on got ice. We just got cock blocked, okay? But then we tried to get a show straight out of COVID and it was like all this venue insurance because everything was getting cancelled and you couldn't ticket and everyone had to wear masks and it was a whole debacle. Anyway, we can finally do it. Last week we had one city. Now we've got two cities locked in. Yep. We will announce the whole thing when it's all locked and loaded and you can buy tickets and stuff. But it's going to be the best bloody night out. It's going to be so much fun. We are doing a show. A show show. Like all singing, all dancing. Yeah. This is not on a, a stage. This is not a one hour Q&A with Revs and Gem. This is a performance. It's a fucking show. Okay? It's a fucking show. It's going to be aggressive. It's a great, it's but I've great. said to Revs, I want Corey yeah, and I want numbers. I'm sweating, but she's prepped me with the Corey. I don't mind the singing part. And it's I don't the dancing mi- part. I don't mind the theatre part, but you like I'm going to have to work my ass off to learn Corey. Look, we're going to get that head of yours yeah. connected back into your body. <laughs> I'm not like my son. I will make the choreography simple. You can have solos. No, don't want <laughs> a solo. And I can just clap. We're a duo. We go down together, okay? <laughs> if you go down, I go down, baby. When she goes... You know that one from Chicago? <gasps> yeah. Well, Jem can proper dance. She's got fucking initials after her name, bro. What? Your RAD stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I did RAD ballet for a very long time, but we ain't doing no ballet in this show. Oh, can't we? No, we can't. Can't we get on point? (laughs) Anyway, we are conjuring up the show. It's going to be heaps of fun. It goes back to our roots, our theatre roots. There's going to be a lot of nostalgia, not just for us, but for (laughs) UDLs. It's going to be like 90s nostalgia, all singing, all dancing, podcast in jokes, mum's night out, just good time. Extravaganza. Anyway, enough teasing, the worst kept secret. Do you know what I don't have time for? Oh shit, we haven't even done that. What don't we have time for? I don't have time for commercial radio. Oh, I know, shit. that's a really big call. And look, after the big guys. I guess we'll never be on radio. <laughs> I'll probably regret that statement, but hear me out. Okay. So I had to drop my car in for a service Mm -hmm. the other day. And as part of the deal, they supply me with a hire car. So I dropped my car off and I'm in this hire car and I couldn't figure out how to tether my phone. And I thought, what's the point? I've literally got this car for one day. I'm not going to bother. I'm going to listen to the radio. Get a bit old school. Turned it on. Carl and Jackie O. And I was like, you know what? I haven't listened to this in a long time. Not going to overthink it. I'm just going to play it on my 20 minute drive home. Mm -hmm. I was shook, Mm. Revs, if not extremely enraged Mm. by the conversations being had. Now, I'm not here to take down. I don't think he can be taken down. They can't be taken (laughs) down. Okay. Carl Sanderlands can't be taken down. He's the highest. Well, actually him and Jackie O are the highest paid radio announcers in Australia. Highest rating show in the country. This is what upset me yeah so it is the highest rating show in the country mm-hmm. maximum access to ears mm-hmm. and do you know what they were talking about they had a guy phone in who was banging on about how he doesn't believe his fiance should have any male friends <laughs> great because the commitment of marriage means a commitment to each other and he literally said i quote she has me her family and her girlfriends, what else does she need? Wow. Yeah. So I guess they had this so guy. So it's 1982. Look, I'm a bit skeptical with radio shows. Like sometimes I think they find these people to be deliberately inflammatory. Yeah, sure. To create drama on yeah. the episode. But that wasn't the bit that pissed me off. Like I think a lot of listeners will be on either side of the fence. There'll be some listeners who will validate what that guy feels and is like yeah I agree I don't want my wife having male friends and then there'll be other listeners who are railing at the radio like me but that wasn't the problem our DLs will all know that that guy's an absolute twit burger and I don't need to preach that to you but what I found really upsetting was actually how Kyle Sanderlands was talking to Jackie O. Speaking of twit burgers but yeah. Yes and look some people might be listening to this going duh Gem we all know this but what dawned on me is like how much I have been living under a rock or I guess in a bubble. Yeah, you're in a bubble. You're in a content bubble. I am in a content bubble yeah. where the algorithm mm-hmm. feeds back to me in my echo chamber mm-hmm. the kind of content I like to yeah. consume. And you choose woke podcasts that talk respectfully about women and, and 
progression and, yeah. and evolution and, and with a language that you find acceptable yep and then you like dip out of that bubble for a minute and you're like oh my god people still talk like this yes so i want to give you an example of the conversation between carl and jackie o so this guy's name's jason as mentioned he doesn't think his fiance should have relationships with anyone of the opposite sex out of respect to their marriage right <laughs> and then jackie jason's wildly insecure yes it correct now jackie was trying to defend women and i appreciate mm. that but she wasn't doing it with enough gusto in my opinion i was like come on Jackie like you got to fight harder and you got to fight stronger and you've got to say the shit is unacceptable like Mm. this is coercive control Mm -hmm. like you cannot control women like Mm -hmm. this who they are friends with and who they are not friends with anyway and also women are not your property once you marry them they don't become yours you don't have a say over their personhood correct and at one point, Jason starts talking about how, well, you know, like, what if she goes out to a bar and this guy starts chatting to her? Anyway, all his insecurities were coming out. And then Jackie replies and says, well, what about in the reverse when sometimes women come on strong? And then Jackie goes, and what's the word? And Kyle, without skipping a beat, goes, whorish? <laughs> Sluttish? Mm-hmm. You know, she was just trying to delicately lay down an example where women are coming on or just hitting up boys in a bar. Women can hit on men as much as men can hit on women. Yes, correct. But I just couldn't handle the fact that Kyle leapt to the words whorish and slutty. Yeah, those slutty whores out there coming for your man. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It grated on me. Yeah, I find it really shocking as well. It was shocking, It's shocking. And it's because we live in a bubble. But he is Teflon, man. And he's got a Trump vibe, right? Where he's like, this is who I am. This is how I talk. You don't like it, don't listen. And that kind of thing rates, I guess. because. People are like, whoa. But if you talked that way in any other workplace, if you talked that way in your home, if you talked that way to your friends, it just wouldn't fly. But somehow the highest rating show in the country, you can talk like that and not get cancelled. It's wild. It Absolutely wild to me. And furthermore, Carl goes on to describe Jackie as frigid Jackie. Like frigid? frigid wow. I haven't used that word since heard that the year 2000. Yeah, wow. You know, frigid in high school, maybe in year 10. Yeah. But 2023, really? Yeah. And just calling your co-host frigid Jackie? Yeah. I was like, gross. I find her just as bad as him, though, because she adds to things a lot. She fans the flame. She knows she's on that gravy train, too. You know, like she gives him shit, but not to the point of defending well, that's what's what I, right. That's you know? what I meant by it felt like she was sort of lukewarmly. Yeah, and then I feel defending. really bad for like Britt Hockley, where she was like filling in and being Kyle Sanderland's co-host. And then got, that is a tough gig. And like then got absolutely torn down for slut shaming Abby Chatfield. Right. Which she, you know, she did contribute to whatever. But she was sitting across from fucking Kyle Sanderland, yeah. who talks like that, calling people frigid and whores every day of the week. And she was just like nervously laughing and yeah, didn't go into bat for Abby Chatfield. But Jackie sits there every fucking day and doesn't go into bat for people properly. Yeah. Like with any kind of dignity or respect, you know? Yeah. Like she is trying to be the antithesis of Kyle, but it's not balanced. It's really not. And she doesn't try very hard. No. And she will often be just as problematic as him. It's just that she's like, oh, Kyle. So she kind of gets away with it. It's really Trojan horsey and it's really gross. Yes. I think they're just as bad as each other. But yeah, that's why I felt really bad for Brit when she was in that scenario I I totally agree with Abby like that kind of conversation about you is not okay to be had on a radio station I just felt bad for her because it's like the imbalance of power Mm. you know when she's sitting there on a mic as a co-host with this guy Mm. who just railroads with his opinions oh he would literally eat Brit up for breakfast lunch and dinner yeah and I was like it's not her responsibility to be everything to all women in this moment and fly the flag of feminism and stand up for Abby in this scenario where she is new to this gig like yes she's a podcaster but she's like relatively new to radio announcing but also let's zoom out a little more like this gig is a big deal for big her deal, big opportunity and he's her boss yes there's like an imbalance of power yeah. there and if we should be pulling anyone up it's fucking jackie o because she sits across from him every single no, day Rebs, i'm sorry but you're doing that thing again where you're putting the responsibility on jackie like no, why no, no. are we putting it on kyle i'm only in the context of comparing it to the shit that brit got okay because sure. there was a maelstrom of just bullshit flying at her and she almost got cancelled for yeah. it for basically just not schooling Kyle Sanderlands you know yeah. I don't mean Jackie O okay. is the problem yeah. I just mean she's just as much responsibility for the tone
tone of the show that she's on that yeah. she earns her millions of dollars for. Look, you know? I guess the reason why I wanted to bring this up because it was the first time I think since the beginnings of this podcast where I felt an importance for what we do. Yeah. Like, look, I don't want to overblow it like it's some huge contribution, but yeah, it was the first time that I was like, no, our podcast needs to exist. Yeah. For the people who don't agree with the Kyle Sandilands, who aren't okay listening to a woman just be like, oh, Kyle, yeah. you know? I have absolutely no stats to back up what I'm about to say, but I would just hypothesize mm. that more people are choosing what they consume these days. And maybe I'm not going to say that national radio isn't like a massive audience. Of course it is. It's huge. But I think you can curate your bubble and podcasts have become like really, you can choose. I mean, you can choose Joe Rogan as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you can go listen to his you know, misogynist bullshit, bullshit all yeah. day long. But you can also choose like Mamma Mia Out Loud or Us or Life Uncut or Shameless. Shameless. You know, yeah. like there are lots of voices out there for yeah. if this is your bubble that you want to exist in, mm. you know, you can do that. But yeah, it is a shock when you poke your head out of your bubble and you see, oh, no, no, some people have not evolved. Can we not evolve, Carl Sandler? <laughs> Seriously, though, like the shock jock gag, like that is so numbered I know. Well, and so done. Honestly, Revs, I was shocked. I know. It's funny because like if Carl Stefanovic mm. got on the morning show and said some shit like that, he'd be fired or, or maybe not fired, but reprimanded or cancelled. Or Absolutely. Be, it's like Carl's just like, ah, this is me. And he just trumps on, you know, and like just doesn't get, uh, it's just, it's wild. It Absolutely wild. wild. But question, who is still listening to the radio? Well, tradies. You know, okay. they're on site early in the morning. They're why, off to work. Why aren't there podcasts made by tradies? Well, there are. I'm sure they have podcasts yeah. as well, but it's like they're on a work site and that's how it's always been done. Like people who are commuting, probably like nurses and like that kind of shift mm. work. There'd be stuff playing in the room. And that's sad that we're losing that and more people are putting AirPods in and siloing off and in their own little bubble probably that we don't have like gather around the campfire, guys, you know. But like it's obviously still a thing because radio is still absolutely huge. You're massive. But yeah, it's not niche. Like when you pick your podcast, you pick your niche that you want to be part of. Yeah. But radio is just so broad. And do you know what? If you love Kyle Sanderlands, there are loads of other Kyle Sanderlands who have whole dedicated podcasts to be misogynist. I think... um. People are really attracted to watching someone who's not afraid to say what they think. You know, like it's a trope as old as time. Like mm. it's Trump, mm. it's Joe Rogan, it's Kyle Sanderlands. It's like, I just say what we're all thinking. You know, it's like for me, that is so old. It's mm. like, well, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should think about it before you yeah. <laughs> open your mouth and like profile people. But I think that's how we are moving forward is you think the thoughts and then you think, well, am I hurting someone by mm. saying this out loud? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, don't say it. And we learn that as children. I know. <laughs> we learn that in kindy. You know, if you haven't got anything nice, don't say anything at all. But that probably doesn't rate. You know, being nice about everyone and respectful and inclusive, it doesn't rate all the time. You have to find a more intelligent thing to talk about to actually pull some listens. So, Mm. yeah, it's lowest common denominator, Kyle. Anyway, I was just a bit disappointed and I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's shocking. I'm speechless. Yeah. Still. I actually pulled my car into the driveway. As I said, it was a 20 minute drive and I had to keep listening to make sure. Is this actually happening? Yeah. Because then more people phoned in to back up Jason. And they even found women who back up Jason and his opinion. And I was like, this is not great for women. Yeah. We don't need a woman coming on and validating this man's feelings that she shouldn't have male friends. She'll be projecting her own experience. Of course she is. Yeah. It's funny. It's like because we have this democratization of platform, Mm. like everyone can have an Instagram. Everyone can have a Twitter. Everyone can have a whatever. Like everyone can broadcast their opinion. We don't have as much curation anymore more of like editors of publications or tv producers whoever saying no 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 you can't say that like Mm. it's like there is more space for every voice even the voices that are potentially not productive or um, dangerous you know anyway it is the world we live in well let's numb our pain with something we can buy hit me with your not spot i said hit me with your not spot wow that's coldy gem Bins, $500 bins from Howard Storage World. No, Kidding. (laughs) Look, I shared this on Instagram 
It was a bit of a hit. Yep. So I'm going to share it here on the potty. Great. For those who missed it, because, you know, Instagram stories is ephemeral. It's there for 24 hours and then it's gone skis. If you're playing the drinking game where Gem says ephemeral, you just need to sink a shot. Mm -hmm. Massage gun. Oh, yeah. I saw this. Is it all it's cracked up to be? It is so good. Okay. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I was like, this is a fucking gimmick until I stuck it into my glute, Mm -hmm. my sore glute. And I was like, oh, wow, it's hitting the spot. And you don't have to do anything. You just hold it there. Oh, great. And it does the business okay. for you. Okay. Gets rid of knots. Now, my hubby always gets a sore shoulder because he actually has a broken shoulder that he's never repaired. But also in the surf, I think shoulders are used yeah, yeah. a lot in surfing and paddling and whatever. So often at night when we're snuggling on the couch watching Survivor together, he's like, oh, I've got this knot. Can you get it out for me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. But here's the problem. Because I'm not a trained masseuse, hashtag not a masseuse, I don't know how to relax my muscles in order to give him a strong enough massage to get his knots out. Does that make sense? Is that what you have to do? Well, I mean... Oh, so you get like a tensed up hand. Correct. Or a tensed shoulder. Like if I'm working a knot out of his shoulder, I'm actually doing damage to yours, to my own shoulder Mm -hmm. in the process. Mm -hmm. So anyway got this massage gun stuck it straight into the muscle and just held it there and it just vibrates and punches into it until the knot's gone it's a hack act of service yes without much of a service so where'd you get it from uh well actually my mum bought this for my hubs for his birthday (laughs) she was like give me all the gift ideas I was like all right well I was gonna get him this but I'll give it to you she bought it from Westfield yeah any of the random fucking shops. Those gadget shops. Yeah, gadget yeah. shops. And this is the thing, like heaps of people slid on in and were like, what brand? I was like, it doesn't yeah, matter. They're it- all made in the one factory in China. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they all do the same thing. Yeah. I've tried one of my mates. Ours is slightly different. Like yeah. it's got LCD screen on the back. It doesn't make it any better, any more superior, probably unnecessarily more expensive. But yeah, just any sort of massage gun. Cool. I just think that's a great gift yeah. for your very hard to buy for husband love it or father-in-law or brother or whoever it sorts them out and who's gonna say no to a massage gun right yeah Yeah. even if it's just novel in the moment it's the gift that keeps on giving and kids love playing with them too exactly and hubs has been using it every other night and he loves it great good one revsy hear me with your nuts how often do you just burn through matches or get a fire lighter from Coles, one of those big ones and they run out and then you've got nothing to light your candles or your stove or whatever. How this often? Is the problem that I'm in right this second. Really? Yep. All out of matches. Well, get yourself a USB fire lighter. Ooh. What you say? It's called Flint. Yeah. Aesthetically, look at it. There's mine there on the table. Oh, she pretty. It's like brass. You can also get them in silver. It's this long wand. It looks like a beautiful wand and it's USB rechargeable. It makes a flint, like a thing that will light a wick or a stove or a sage. <laughs> birthday you, candles. A birthday candle, whatever you need to light. I think it's got like 2000 lights in it before you have to charge it. It doesn't have any gas in it. You don't have to refill it. It doesn't run out. It's not waste. It's just this one time buy. It's about 60 to $70 depending depending on where you get it and get them online or in florists or gift shops or whatever. It's called Flint USB lighter and it's changed my bloody life. Deals. I'm having a play with it and I'm not going to lie. I'm very impressed. It's ergonomic as hell. Wait, is there a safety? Oh, Ooh. Let, let me hear that. It's like a bit of a cattle prod vibe. That sound is aggressive. Yeah. Don't let your kids play with it, but no. um, it's beautiful. It's a purple flame. Yeah, because it's an electric current. It's not like actually a flame. That's so cool. It's so cool. And it is pretty. It's an amazing gift. Like an amazing gift. And the brand is Flint. Flint. Um, guys, you could use this to light your sex candle. Mm-hmm. If you haven't got your sex candle or you need a new one, <laughs> imagine you were having that much sex that you needed a new one. If you need to replenish, we've got a new link in our bio. You can buy directly. We've got a new link tree on our Instagram, which okay. I'm quietly proud of. Do you think people care about this? No, but I'm gonna. I just speak my mind, Revs. Okay, it's the Sudafed. I told you I'm full of riveting chat when I'm sick. How the sausage gets made. Anyway, yes, we do have a link tree. You want to check out all our <laughs> shiny links? <laughs> all right, we got to shut this yeah, shit right we down. Really do. We love you guys. Prayers for Chummy. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye.